0: What's Tech is supported by City Cards with Android Pay. Listening on your phone, now you can pay while you listen using the same device. Just tap and go. Download the Android Pay app on Google Play or visit citycom Pay to get started. Android Pay is available for eligible City consumer credit and debit cards.
1: So the first console I ever owned that was actually mine was the PlayStation 2. So I'd grown up playing the Super Nintendo and then the the N64, but those were always my brother's consoles, so I would kind of have to sneak into his room to play stuff. But there was one Christmas when I finally got my own, and it was this big, bulky PlayStation 2, and I loved it so, so much. I played that thing basically to death. Like, I played (laughs) so many JRPGs. I would basically fall asleep playing them, which is also not great for your system, to fall asleep overnight and just leave it running. So I, I played this poor thing to death and it started to make this horrible grinding noise every time i turned turn it on and it would, it would be playing for a while and I'd fall asleep and I'd wake up to it just, just chugging, making this horrible awful noise. And so finally I upgraded and got the PS2 Slim. And to be honest, it was a, it was a pretty good choice I think. I mean I moved away to college and ch- like just lugged that thing around everywhere and it was, it was nice to have that with me still and also to not have it be a brick.
0: Yeah, and making a a scraping noise in a dorm room would probably be like the fastest way to lose friends.
1: Not the way to be the most popular kid in your dorm, no.
0: No, but playing forty hour JRPGs—that's the trick.
1: I had a lot of friends.
0: <laughs> I'm glad that there's evidence that you had a lot of friends on a, an official Vox Media podcast.
1: <laughs> in case anyone ever has questions, please check out this podcast. Thank you. <laughs>
0: Hello, and welcome to What's Tech, a podcast from TheVerge.com. I'm your humble host, Christopher Thomas Plant, and today I am joined by my colleague, my friend, my former coworker, but still kind of coworker, Megan Faroukmanesh, Deputy Managing Editor of Polygon.com. How are you doing?
1: Hi, Chris. I'm doing great. How are you?
0: You know, I'm doing okay. It's like Friday morning. I mean, it's Tuesday morning <laughs> because that's how things work when this comes out. Yes, absolutely. Um, And I'm having nice iced coffee. I've learned how to brew iced coffee myself, Hmm. and I feel like a big shot.
1: I still do instant coffee, which makes me feel very good about myself. Um, Does it? Yeah. Well, you know, See, it's 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 instant. It's so quick. And then you dump in a bunch yeah. of stuff to make it taste better. And I'm like, well, this is cheap. And here we go.
0: Do you have instant iced coffee?
1: Uh, if you put ice cubes in it, you can make anything iced.
0: Oh, that's interesting. I know. See, I, I, I hadn't thought about that. We should do an episode on uh, ice technology. <laughs>
1: <That> <laughs> Number would, one expert, would... Megan Froekmanesh, on ice technology. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. We never knew, but it makes a lot of sense. Today, we're talking about video game stuff, specifically the Xbox One S. And there's not a good word for these things, but we're going to call them mid-generation video game consoles, which is maybe the most jargony, baloney way of describing something. Uh, But we'll, we'll get into all that shortly. Let's start with kind of i guess the newsy example of this the xbox one s what is this
1: thing (laughs) so it is essentially it's an xbox one slim is what i'm going to call it for now um basically you know it just came out uh it's it's kind of hook is that it's a much smaller console than the current xbox one which i don't know the last time you like picked one of those things up but it's like it's like a brick like it's so big and so stupid and like if someone ever broke into my apartment like i would probably go for that to to like murder them um (laughs) But yeah, so it's it's a much smaller console. Um, it comes in a, a new fancy color. It comes with updated uh, 4K and HDR support. It's got a nice new controller that's kind of been redesigned. And basically it's it's a little bit more power efficient. Um, it ditches the Connect port, <laughs> which I guess has been a long time coming. Um, and it, it kind of performs a little bit better than the existing Xbox One. So your games are probably gonna play a little bit better than they would on your current console.
0: Okay, so the Xbox One still is a thing though. It is, and... yeah, it's absolutely
1: still a thing. Oh.
0: All of the games that will work on the Xbox One S will work on an old Xbox One.
1: Yes, that's correct.
0: So so why, why is Microsoft motivated to release a new version of the Xbox One then?
1: So this is actually pretty normal for Microsoft to do this. Um, they'll release a slimmer console. In this case, you know, you're getting a product that's much smaller, that's much quieter, that's much more powerful. Um, but also you're finally getting 4K, which is something that they've been promising since before the Xbox One actually came out. And this is the first time that it's actually going to work.
0: Okay, wait. Can I ask you, this is a personal question. This Uh, is not like, I guess like uh, serious business talk here. Do you give like a care at all about 4K?
1: Not in the slightest. Yeah, I, I don't
0: get this. Because like I'm like a snob. I don't know if this is like communicated through this show. But I have, like, a a, a fancy 4K TV. I was so excited. Love me some overdone visuals. And it is, like, not that huge of a difference. Um, For me, with, like, a 30-year-old's eyes, and I would imagine, like, somebody with worse eyesight, it's going to be even less noticeable. I don't, I just don't really get what the appeal is to it. But, Maybe I'm in the minority? I I suspect not.
1: Uh, We still haven't really seen its full potential. We still haven't really seen that many products that actually run 4K or even games that are running in 4K.
0: Yeah, and I keep hearing about HDR, which is another thing that this has for games. Let's talk about that. What is that at all? These HDR games or game modes, I guess, that the Xbox One S supports?
1: Basically, the very technical way to put it is that, you know, 4K HDR makes stuff run real good and look real pretty.
0: (laughs) Got it. Got it. I think I think that will work. (laughs) Does Sony have. Like an equivalent of the Xbox One S that is available or going to be on its way.
1: Oh, funny you should ask. Um, <laughs> they don't exactly have a for. Uh, they don't have a PS4 S. Not yet. Uh, what they do have that we still know very little about is the PS4 Neo. So we know that this is going to support 4K. We know that it's probably going to be very um, very VR driven. Uh, PSVR is coming out uh, later this year. We know that they needed something that could do. Uh, a higher higher def or just higher level VR that the PlayStation 4 itself can't support right now.
0: Okay, so in my head, like, I would buy this new console, right? And, like, spend more money on a version of the same thing. And then, like, three or four years from now, I would get the Xbox 2 or whatever they're going to call it and the PlayStation 5, and that would be normal. But from what I understand, that's, like, not the case anymore.
1: Right, so basically you're talking about like a more traditional kind of console launch, which is definitely what we've had in the past. So there was like a very defined era of like the PlayStation 3 and there would be the very defined era of the PlayStation 4 where any upgrades you got would be like basically like the Xbox One S, right? They would be slim versions that maybe added some new upgrades but didn't really change the game. But with PlayStation 4 Neo and even Xbox Scorpio, which we haven't really talked about very much, but we can kind of get into, they're doing massive upgrades on the hardware itself. Like they're massively increasing what these consoles can do. And if you look at if you look at Xbox and Microsoft and the way they've spoken before, like Phil Spencer is very interested in this new strategy of of iteration. So think about think about like iPhones, for example, how you get the iPhone 4 and then you get the 4S or they keep just kind of changing things. They keep upgrading. I think this is definitely where things are heading. We're not going to see so much of. One console is going to ride you through an entire seven years until the next one. We're basically just going to keep getting hardware upgrades until it kind of just slides into that next generation.
0: Okay, so Microsoft, I just want to make sure that we're very clear on this. Microsoft is releasing a console that is slightly better than the console that is available right now. They're also, next year, releasing a significantly more powerful console that. Starts this like whole new initiative of like iteration. uh-huh Okay, <laughs> why why would I buy an Xbox One S right now if that's happening next year and I could probably get an old Xbox One at like a discount?
1: A couple things. It's like imagine this as a flowchart, right? So we'll create a little <laughs> flowchart.
0: Okay, <laughs> so perfect. it's like
1: all right. Do you own an Xbox currently? If your answer is no, then honestly, the Xbox One S is probably the one you should go for because it is the best tech we have up to date for the Xbox One. I know that the old one is going to be a little bit cheaper, but 4K TVs are going to get more popular. In general, it's just a smaller, better system like... You might as well just buy it if you're going to drop the money anyway. However, if you already have an Xbox One, there's really not a reason to go get an Xbox One Slim. Or I guess S is what we're still going to call it. There's just no reason to. Like, you already have the tech. It's fine. You're going to probably have to un- to upgrade again in another year. But if you are somebody who is really obsessive, if you, like, love tech if you love xbox like you probably want to pick it up if i and, like i know those people i know those people that want to own every single console no matter how many times they have to buy it
0: this kind of sounds like work like you know like uh, i think what people like about video game consoles is like you don't have to buy expensive new hardware all the time and like worry about upgrading it like a pc Which is kind of like the big diss I feel like always throwing at people who play PC games is that they're too complicated. Yeah. And this just sounds like that. Like, yeah, for sure. Is that crazy?
1: No, no. It's it's like totally on point. I think that, like you said, the big the big draw of getting a console used to be that you drop, you know, 300 to $500 on this thing that you knew was going to run the same. It would run the games. Every game you got, it would run the same. Every developer that made a game for it, they knew what the specs were. It's not like a PC where you can create this supercomputer and have it run crazy things. But with them iterating so much, like... They're expecting people to continue to drop a lot of money. It's it's kind of crazy, but I think it's also only going to appeal to people that that are super hardcore and are really into that technology. It's kind of for the PC crowd, I think.
0: Okay. Is anyone else going to do like traditional video game consoles? Like, is Nintendo still going to be like doing that sweet Nintendo thing where it releases hardware on like kind of regular patterns?
1: <laughs> uh Nintendo, honestly, is kind of... God, their, their cycle with mid-gen stuff is crazy. You look at, like, their handhelds, for example, and how many 3DSs they've released. Like, it makes no sense to me. Like, you look at the 3DS and then the new 3D- 3DS that comes in two different sizes. Like, I don't... I have no idea what N- Nintendo is doing. Whenever I talk about this stuff, I kind of just cut them out because they're so off doing their own thing, whereas, like, Sony and Microsoft are usually very much on the same page.
0: Can you Can you speak a little... Because I'm sure people will be curious what the next Nintendo console is rumored to be like versus all this stuff?
1: Yeah, so the Nintendo NX is currently what it's codenamed and there are all kinds of rumors flying around about it. (laughs) One of my favorite ones is that it's returning to cartridges, which Mm. is a very interesting idea. Uh, We'll see what happens with that.
0: They only work if you blow on them.
1: (laughs) I I actually kind of... I got a lot of games to work that way, so I really do believe in that method. <laughs> uh, meanwhile, if you blow on a disc, it doesn't, you just look like an idiot. It doesn't actually do anything for you. <laughs> I didn't um, know anybody
0: ever tried. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no comment. But yeah, so the, the system is also said to be sort of a handheld. So basically, it has imagine like the gamepad. I mean, we don't know for sure what it looks like, but. Bear with me with this really horrible visual- visualization <laughs> I'm going to give you. So imagine Perfect. like the current Wii U gamepad with two controllers that you can snap on and off. Um, and then you attach this to your TV if you want TV gaming or you can take it with you as a handheld. It sounds absolutely bizarre, but also very Nintendo.
0: Do you know what I like about this is you said imagine the Wii U gamepad. Uh-huh. And I bet like 95% of people couldn't. <laughs> like, <laughs> what is that? I That has never been in my house. It's um, a,
1: a giant... A giant Game Boy, basically.
0: Yeah, basically. I, I I always compare it to, like, if you were on a, a like a cross-country flight with Delta and that really, like, crappy TV that they have on the back of the seat, if you, like, ripped it off of the seat <laughs> and then tried to take it home with you, that's basically what the Wii U gamepad would be
1: like. I always think of, was it the Sega Game Gear? I remember playing, oh, yeah. like, Sonic on that. That's what it always made me think of. So I get a little bit nostalgic.
0: It, its battery life does last slightly longer than a game gear, so <laughs> it really it, it only took them however many years. Okay, before we wrap up, totally unrelated to all this, what is the greatest video game console of all time? Like, as a piece of hardware, I'm not talking like some definitive thing, but like, what is the hardware you love the most?
1: So for me, hardware is always very dependent on the software available for it. So in that reason, I really miss the old days where there weren't so many things that were cross-platform. If you got a system, it was because you were going after very specific games. So, I mean, keep in mind, this is my first system, the PlayStation 2. I love the PlayStation 2 because it was the first console that I ever actually owned. And I remember for Christmas, my parents got me Final Fantasy 7, which is not even a PlayStation 2 game, it's a PlayStation 1 game, but I was so excited about it and I just like couldn't wait to play it, except that they didn't get me a memory card with it, so I just remember playing through Final Fantasy 7 the first like five hours just over and over again. Because I couldn't save it, but I just wanted to play it so bad. So for me, the PlayStation 2, it just it takes me back. And again, back then, that was like the only system if you really wanted to play Final Fantasy games, if you wanted JRPGs, which was totally my jam as a kid, that was the thing you had to have. And so I had to have one. Oh my gosh.
0: I mean, that's, that's really nice. Unfortunately, it's the wrong answer. Uh, the correct answer is Sega Dreamcast. But thank you so much for being on this show today. I, I will not hold your love of the PlayStation 2 against you. Uh, and that's it. Do you have anything that you, you want to promote or anything?
1: Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know if you've heard of this website called Polygon.com, uh, but we do some pretty great content. Uh, you can read all kinds of interviews and other video game news on our site. So you should try it out. Interesting.
0: Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll give it a look.
1: You can also follow me on Twitter uh, at Megan slash, or I guess, underscore Nicolette.
0: Interesting. Now, is this Polygon, is it like GamePro?
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. You've got it.
0: Got it. Got it. Like Game Pro. Scary Larry. Got it. Got yeah. it. Um, Thank you for being here. Thank you to our producer, Andrew Marino. Thank you for listening. We are here every week. You can find us. Uh, episodes come out on Tuesdays. We're on TheVerge.com. You can find us on any of your favorite podcasting platforms. You can leave a review at iTunes. It helps us out. And that's it. Until next time, we'll talk to you later. Bye.